This is Comic Shanigans, episode 192, Spotlight on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 192. It's our spotlight on uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the recent uh, live-action film. I'm Adam Chapman, the host, and I'm joined with uh, two co-hosts today. Leon Orlena. And, returning to the chair, Nathan Strutt. There it Thank is. You. There you go. Uh, so, Nathan, you didn't actually see the movie at all. So you're just kind of on the podcast for fun. Uh, to be a cantankerous fellow. I, I, anything I say can't be held can't hold any sway. It has no value, so... Just it, well, you've seen trailers I'll just talk movie. about comics that I read. Hey, watched the original movie recently with my wife and okay. enjoyed that greatly. It's a great movie. Actually, that's not about place to start. The original Ninja Turtles movie, how does it hold up? I think it's a great... I think it's, it's a nice approach. That they blended the darkness and then, like, the Muppeteering really well. Mm-hmm. I still love that great line, the pizza scene, Domino's Pizza, you know that scene, where he's like, hey, it's a ten. The tax is 14. And then Michelangelo from below says, Wise men say forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. My favorite lines from any film ever. Like, it's got a great... And the scenes in the farm where mm-hmm. April's drawing the turtles and they, like, are, are you know, tur- learning to become a family again. And, like, it's about a love for a father and his sons. Like, it's very heartfelt. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I, I think Adam would enjoy watching it again. No, absolutely. I've watched it recently and oh, I felt yeah? the same way. Yeah. No, and it has a sense of fun to it. Mm-hmm. It has some serious moments, obviously. And... Some kind of silly moments, but it also, holds up. but it, it holds up, but yeah. it still holds up fairly well, and because there is a good core to it. Yeah, Turtles uh, three, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, even, even Turtles two. Turtles two. What's his name though? Who voices Donatello? Corey Felt Felt Feldman. He's his voice is sorely missed in the second film. Too. Is it? Yeah, his Donatello was really good. He does a good job of it, and then when they replace him in the second one, yeah. he loses it too. So the, I mean, the voice casting was great. The yeah, the, the Hanson effects were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, having I also liked how they balanced the two father figures. Like there's the Shredder, who's a father figure yeah. of his clan, and he rules in fear. And then they, like, it's just it's just got a lot, it's had, it has some layers to it. It's cool. No, there's a third father too, isn't there? Like uh, Danny's father, the um, producer, April's producer. Is that his actual? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he Danny's, has a dad. He's overbearing. So there's like, like, like this. Everyone is a son in this. Danny's mm-hmm. trying to like fight with his dad and figure out his relationship with his dad. Yeah. And that's meaningful. Like to watch that. And not when sure. I was a kid though. When I was eight, <laughs> I'm like, you know, where's where's Ralph Buck is Rocksteady? Awesome. Ralph is awesome. Ralph is great. Uh, Casey Jones. Casey Jones. They did a good job with him too in that first one too. Yeah. So the new movie, no Casey Jones. And and mm. Ralph. Ralph swears. Does he swear twice? What does he say? <laughs> Damn. Oh yeah, that's right. He, just, he says it pretty loud too. He says it loud, yeah. It's it's not like he just kind of utters it. Like no. it's it's echoed throughout the city. <laughs> he screams that one time, yeah. And there's a rooftop scene, and you know I love rooftop sequences uh-huh. where he's on top of the roof, and then the foot comes flipping around. That's an awesome sequence. He takes on the foot alone. Of course he does. Raphael. He's Raphael. Absolutely. I was uh, no, that was a great movie. Yeah. And the the best sequel to that movie is the live, the computer animated movie. Yeah, I would agree. Because that was TMNT. That was. I don't think I ever saw that one. You never saw oh, TMNT? Yeah? I should loan it to you. I should loan it to I you. I should give it to you. Uh, why would you give it to him? Because I have a DVD and a Blu-ray. Uh, I didn't even know it came out. No, it came out in two thousand seven, I think. 
Um, it was really well done. There's an amazing act. I mean, the best part of the movie is an action sequence with with Raph and uh, Leonardo just oh the fight sequence just throwing down. Yeah. They're fighting each it other. It is so awesome yeah. <laughs> because in computer animation you can do things you, can, you can't do in real life. They're more agile. They're much more agile. They're a lot skinnier. And there's more monsters of magic in it because they can do that. And Karai comes in. She's from the comics. Is, is Bebop in it? No, no. Uh, they, they, it's there's no like, Shredder. It's demons. There's no and Shredder. No, there's no. It's the, it's the foot after Shredder's death. So Karai's the leader of the foot. It takes place the plotline of the movie. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. And, Le- and Leo is uh, he left to become he like left. a better find his place as a leader. He leaves to South America. Yeah. Oh, really? And so it's pretty cool, though. He yeah. becomes like a like an urban legend, like a mythical yeah. kind of protector. And Raptor becomes a vigilante. See, he like stays in the city. He's like, you guys, he's left us. Screw him. Got a giant metal suit. Well, yeah. he's got metal armor on him. Yeah, he covers himself up to try to look like. He's not a turtle. He, he looks look, like a giant metal, like a turtle. Giant metal, <laughs> metal turtle. <laughs> and he's hunting with Casey. Casey fights, still uh, hunts with him, right? Uh, I think he's kind of around. Like and the, he's married to April now. Yeah. And April's played by Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. And who does the voice of... Uh, it's Freddie Prince. Is it Freddie Prince Jr. doing... I, uh, is, yeah. I don't think it is. I think it's Chris Evans or something. Is it Chris Evans? Oh, you're probably right. Uh, I, probably, I was hopeful it was Freddie. Because <laughs> that would make more sense make for it, you? Yeah, I yeah I know. it was a really good movie. Well, it's interesting that we talk about these movies and then we look at the new movie now you've seen the trailers at least Nate for the new movie so obviously the turtles are not so skinny and they're hulks they're kind of massive I'm okay with the design actually I was looking in Target at the toy design and I like that they've added like extra armor pieces or clothing or kind of like Japanese motif some samurai which is yeah, odd no I'm okay with that especially like on the bandanas even like yeah, there's some I, I'm okay with the design I, I don't have an issue with that I'm not one of those people who is again the turtles have been reimagined so many times it doesn't matter anymore mm-hmm. um, I'm just not a fan of Megan Fox and yeah well I, I wasn't a huge fan of the turtles being that big like I, we talked Leon before the movie and, you're, and you were like do you care that they're and I'm like no no whatever I mean how tall are they it, they're like six feet or more, more than that they're like seven like, feet tall the tall I'm pointing to something no one can see like the top, <coughs> they're bigger than humans like you're like you're the top of your they hulk over people like the size of like, they're, they're bigger than humans they hulk over them they they Noticeably so then there's big. no like putting on a trench coat and walking among humans no, no they're hulks they're, they're little hulks they're how, hulks how are they with pizza they're pretty good with pizza. They love pizza. There's like a pizza. brief. There's not a lot of pizza, which is probably for the best. Now I understand that it's Pizza Hut, though. Michelangelo, in order to affect the du jour of the day, the zeitgeist, has moved yeah. on from being a surfer dude to more of like a hip hop rapper yeah. kind of persona. Yeah, a little more DJ Mikey. That one, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put a stop sign Why? on that one because I don't care about the shit. Well, he still, he still uh, skateboards and does they, all that. Yeah, he's still, he's still. I'd rather him be more a skater kid because he still felt like Michelangelo. Though. Like, he didn't feel that. Yeah, he was goofy. He still felt like the goofy one. He was like. Trying to flirt with April and being like, you know, she's my girlfriend. Apparently, that was a little over the top. At times, almost. (laughs) Like, he wants to actually have sex with her. (laughs) Well, like, I don't know if it's him who mentions it, but one of them mentions it, you know, when she's around it, you know, his shell is tightening. (laughs) See, that's. That's a little inappropriate. inappropriate. Especially because, like, I just don't find Megan Frost that attractive anymore. Like, there was a time when she was like, she didn't look overly done up. Nah, she's still pretty. No, not that much. I just her face is too. Yeah, I the Caribbean girls. I'm a more Scarlett Johansson. Kind of <laughs> I, I don't know. Like if you go back to like watch Transformers One and like Megan Fox looks amazing, but her face, she's done stuff to her face. She doesn't look as good. Why did they do that? I don't know. And she just used to look not fresh faced because she still looked like she was made up, but, <laughs> but now she just looks weathered and she looks old. My understanding is she actually acted in this and didn't phone it in. Is that correct? That's true. And well, what was nice about it was that. She wasn't a da- like we watched what two movies of her being a damsel in distress, and whenever she was running, she was just running away. Here she was running towards the action and trying to be part of it and trying to kind of. So I like she did that help. Part of it. She she attacked Shredder. Yeah, I was the mouth breathing. 
It was better. She mouth breathes a lot. It was a lot better. Pursed lips constantly. I think the fact that Michael Bay wasn't directing her probably helped. <laughs> He's the one who contributes to the pursed lips. I think, yeah, because you look at the other so girls... So where was she with Jennifer's body then? <laughs> I guess it doesn't help. But, but think about the other Transformers movies, the female actors there, they, like, the mouth breathing is coming from Michael Bay. <laughs> He's pu- heavy. He's puppeteering. Heavy <laughs> He's doing the puppeteering. Uh, I just checked on TMNT from 2007. It was Chris Evans of the voice yeah. of Casey Jones. I, I, I don't, when I think about it, it sounds like... And had Patrick Stewart as the villain. Yeah. Patrick Stewart? Yeah, it was good. It was a good movie. You should really watch it. The Shredder in this one doesn't look good. Okay. Is that correct? Well, here's the thing. Okay, this, at times this movie felt like... They took pieces of the Wolverine, Amazing Spider-Man, yeah. Because how so? Oh well, okay. The Shredder is Shredder has like these extra blades armor. that come out of him. Uh, he's like Silver Samurai. Like he's like oh, he's no. kind of like the Silver Samurai. And then at times, like he felt like he was less of a man inside the suit, and it felt like more it was just like a, a robot, a, a yeah. really skilled robot. Oh, no. And then there was like a pathogen that was going to be released into the to the atmosphere, just like an Amazing Spider-Man one. Like there was a lot of elements of other movies that can be found here. Which is unfortunate because we see that he's an amazing, like, um, the Shredder's an amazing martial artist, but he never actually gets to fight only anyone. Sp- only Splinter was giving him a hard time. But apparently, Splinter in this isn't even, he's not Hamato Yoshi. He's no. just a rat he's that a rat. saw a picture book in the sewers. Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's not that different from. Well, the original movie the original was also movie. incorrect, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but even that, at least he was training with his master, which is also ridiculous. But yeah. Actually, the reboot, the new. Uh, Turtles comics, they do a better job of all of that they? because they have them. Yeah, they have them experimented on, like to test his, his brain, to separate his brain, and he's like being experimented on. Okay. So he's becoming an intelligent rat already. Oh, okay. So that kind of contributes to you know I don't know making him seem like a more logical rat okay. transformation. <laughs> but the cartoon, he was a man. He yeah. was a man. Was well, it the same in the original comics? I can't remember. I, I don't can't know. remember. I've never read the comics. But here, it just felt that there's a lot of. Like he he's smart, but then like he knows things about the shredder which he should have no way of knowing, mm-hmm. because like, he's he's a rat in the cage. I guess starting to become intelligent. Well, they said he remember like he remembered the but the but like the shredder was never there. Like he never saw the shredder. He saw whatever his name was, Sax. I knew Sax was a bad guy the second I saw oh, yeah. him on, on the. <laughs> well, you can't not know that he's a villain. I've heard that the Foot Clan is disappointing. They're like, just thugs with masks. They're just kind of thugs with masks. That's they're not. They're not really. They're ninjas. Not, not, no, they're not martial arts. A new generation needs to see how awesome ninja are. Absolutely, they, need to see it through the hand. they don't get to see it. Or the foot. What am I right now? Um, no, William. F- I guess what uh, Fickner is the, uh, the. I guess kind of one of the main villains. When you look at that face, you know he's a villain. He's always a bad guy. He's always, he's always a bad guy. The minute he's on screen, you're like, okay, well, he's, gonna, so he's killing someone. I, I saw that twist right away because of the actor. Yeah, yeah you know, he has that sneer. <laughs> Especially whenever you see like a businessman assisting the police with anything, <laughs> you know that they're bad. When Wilson Fisk does it, you know he's evil. Like, just the way that it goes. Um, they retconned or made some changes with the origin that April O'Neil's dad is part of the origin and so is April herself. April saved the turtles from a fire. Didn't Eastman and Laird put her dad into a connection in the original comic? Is, is that was that done at some point? I don't know. I need to check. Uh, what, in the in the movie, her, her dad was working on. The I will give them more credit then if that is actually a version of the comics it, first. I, I, because here it was more like there. It, it just felt ham-fisted that everything has to be connected. So not only did Megan Fox's character already know the turtles and like already knew all their names from when she was a kid and she helped save them from this fire and then she's putting it all together like I'm yeah. like that's a kind of a big it's leap it's really tough because I have like I read the first miniseries yeah. like a long time ago okay and then I grew up on the cartoon and the Archie comics 
Yeah. And then there's the movie continuity, <laughs> and then there's the new cartoon continuity. Like it's there's, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot. I yeah. can't remember what's what anymore. And wasn't there a, like a short-lived live-action show? Yes, there was. Yes. The female so, turtle. The, the, the woman turtle. Yeah. yeah, and it was horrible. Awful. It was pretty bad, and it was discontinued almost immediately. <laughs> that person has been fired. But YTV showed it for like a long time because YTV bought it, and they had to get their money's worth. <laughs> so they showed it for like three years. Like they had like same maybe, season, season one, three times. Ah, uh, yeah. It was it was crazy. Venus yeah. had boobs. It's awful. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Shell boobs. Um, yeah. So the turtles are huge. I, I kind of miss them being tiny, just because like the action was cool seeing them being able to. Yeah, the graphics were good, man. The yeah. graphics were well done. Like you kind of believed that they were there. It just I thought that the action would have been a little more interesting if they were human size. Like the original movie, you believed that they could be easily overwhelmed. Like they're just the size of like a regular person or slightly shorter. Mm-hmm. So seeing Raph get overwhelmed by all the foot ninjas. Feels like it could happen. It doesn't feel like it could happen. Oh, yeah, because the initial reveal is Raph was throwing a shipping container at the foot. Yeah, they're like, this. they're strong. They're, they're, they're huge strong. and strong. Like, they, when they when they knock into, like, a, like a car, they dent the car and then flip the car over. And like, when they throw people into walls, the walls break. In the like, current Turtles comic, that was um, a super soldier serum. Okay. Is it, the super, is it named as much in no, this? No, they're no, working on a mutagen, but uh, the... Kind of like it's supposed to be like a catch-all kind of healing potion, really. That, that there's no reason. Cells. There's really no reason why it should have done anything to the turtles. Make them like, human. Yeah, because they make it sound like they want to make it like a, a vaccine. It's like a self-repairing. Because what I like cellular. about the cartoon, I only speak the cartoon for this one. You may remember this thing on too. Um, uh, Amato Yoshi found this container of turtles, and he and they became close to him. Mm. So they were near him. That's they why mutated, they mutated human, like human turtles, and because he, he was with the rats for more. And yeah, he he was near rats, so he became a rat, right? Yeah. And that's how people rocks they were. They were humans that became near certain animals, so they became human animals. Yeah. And Baxter Stockman, same thing. Like a fly landed on him or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they used touched him. So that made sense to us. That was a thing that would. Yeah, these ones become humanoid for no reason. No. There's no really. There was no real reason to give them for it. And there's no Usagi Ojumbo in this. No. <laughs> that would have been amazing. As they, a kid, I had that. They figure, did make a reference to rabbits, though. I had no idea what that meant. Actually, you're right. Yeah. They did say that the, originally their test subjects were going to be rabbits, not it's turtles. Kind of, it's kind of cool. So I guess that's the backhanded reference. That's yeah. that's actually funny. I hadn't even picked up on that. Let's see. At all. I miss things. No mention of warthogs, though, or rhinoceros. No, no. no only... Why don't they do that? They should. They won't do it in any of the movies. Never. Uh, Leon, how did you feel about the way that they personified April O'Neil? Like this kind of. It, it's much more modern kind of take on the character. Like. A wannabe kind of reporter. Yeah, she was she was a serious reporter who was just doing fluff pieces, and she wanted more. So With her she, iPhone. Yeah. Well, that's what people take when they. She was a yellow jacket. She wore a yellow jacket. Yeah, at least there's that. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty often. Uh, Will Arnett is the is she comic relief. Though is a serious. Reporter. Mm, there's one time where she's like four years of journalism school for this, and I'm like, really. Like, it just felt very. First of all, first of all, it felt disingenuous. Also, it felt like the entire problem with that. The generation coming out of school now is that is that <laughs> I did four years of school and I'm not even getting the job I want with the high paying salary. <laughs> like that's everything that's wrong with society now. <laughs> like the generation that's like ten years younger than us are, are are those people coming out of school being like, "What do you mean I don't have a job?" I was like that though. What do you mean I don't have a sixty like, sixty five thousand dollars a year job? That was you. That's, that's a little bit different yeah. though. With me right now. Um, well. So Will Arnett is the uh, comic relief. I kind of liked him being there because it made Megan Fox feel like she had more to do um, mm-hmm. because she was like 
she was Shia LaBeouf and he was Megan Fox. <laughs> like, in a way, right? Because, like, he's kind of the damsel in the stress in some ways. He's kind of mm-hmm. useless. He gets one moment, but he also gets shot. And then, yeah. he's, and then he's, like, lying there and he's like, I, I can do this. No, I can't. Like, I kind of liked him being the uh, comedic relief. Yeah. Because there wasn't enough comedy here. There were some. There were some. There was moments. I... But there just could have been a... a, a they were fun. The trailers were funny. I mentioned this to you yesterday. I just feel like the movie's trying so hard to be kind of more realistic uh, even the designs of the turtles being like very grittier looking like there's a scar on Raph's face um, like it's oh, just trying sure to be... he's the badass one I know <laughs> yeah for sure but it's just trying to be darker well he was Whereas... the one that had chip in his shell originally yeah. so I mean that's kind of that's true well and here he got like his he said like he's he had like a crack in his shell from all like that's the thing they're because Shredder, Shredder stepped on him yeah, that's right yeah uh, they're also bulletproof um, so they can take, you know, bullets. Now, in the chest, they took bullets and then he, like, flexed them out. Yeah, he did. What the hell was that? <laughs> That's Hulk right there. That is the Hulk. That's what, like, everything we're saying is basically that these were Hulks. So they didn't read the Turtles comics. They read Marvel comics. <laughs> and then yeah, like, they this? have more in line with Abomination at times than, uh, than themselves. Uh, the voices of the Turtles. What do you think of the voices, Leo? They're good. Yeah. I like Michelangelo and... So Raphael was uh, voiced by Alan Richardson, who again you don't really don't remember. Know. He played Aquaman on uh, Smallville, which I, I think he all he's really done. <laughs> I might be giving him a great disservice, but I mean it, he's a, a, an okay voice. Uh, Noel Fisher, I've never heard of, as Michelangelo. He no. had one of the more kind of Michelangelo probably had some of the most character of, of any of the turtles. Like yeah. I thought Leonardo had not much not much personality. Well, he's always been the boring one. Well, he, he could be the Ooh, really cool leader, Leonardo. Okay. He, he can be an amazing leader, but they didn't even give him the leader kind of like they told him he was leader because the the leader is the one with the katana. <laughs> but that was it. Like there was no, you never really got a sense that he was the leader of the. Well, Raph no, challenged him a couple of times. He seems on a journey events. in both the first Turtles movie and Menti, Leo is trying to be the leader that everyone expects him to be, right? But here, the, it wasn't even like there was an expectation. He was just kind of there. Well, like I just I thought there could have been done more. Well, if you listen to the Go Ninja Go Ninja Go Ninja rap. At the end of the sorry, not in the rap, it's not in the rap. It's in the it's, song at the end of the first, the end of the first movie, one. Yeah, by, they said that Raph is the leader. I know <laughs> he's the leader of the group. What? Yeah, you apparently didn't watch the movie. Well, uh, that song is to be believed. It's the last thing you see or hear. <laughs> no, I didn't even realize that the voice of Splinter was Tony Shalhoub. I don't know that either. Guy from Monk. He was in Wings. Really, nothing. Sorry, I don't. You do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, you okay. had me at, at Wings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had me at Wings. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. That was kind of a weird. Oh movie. yeah, she was the. Uh, well, the she's editor. never in movies. She's done. She was done. No, she she played the no nonsense kind of news. Um, oh, she's got to be no nonsense. The news chief. The news chief that she that April O'Neil keeps trying to. All sell news chiefs have to be no nonsense. <laughs> well, they have to be. Perry White. She's like Lawrence Fishburne did. I can do it. Like no, you can't go <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Um, Danny Woodburn did the motion capture for Splinter. Tony Shalhoub was the voice. Uh, Johnny Knoxville was the voice of Leonardo. I didn't. I, I didn't pick that up. I could all. not have told you that. The voices were okay. I mean, they weren't that special. With the animated turtles, the voices are, like, super important. Well, that's what I mean. They weren't... I mean, I think the Michelangelo one was... I think he had more to say. Like, his dialogue meant more, or maybe he just put more into it. Like, he he had the fun dialogue, right? Because he's he's the the fun fun, guy. He's the fun turtle. Like, he's the one rapping. I did like when they're all in the car and they start singing. No, in the elevator. In the elevator. And he starts making, like... Uh, just wasn't he just hitting against the wall? Yeah, they're the making elevator? a beat with his nunchucks. Yeah, and then they all start doing it. Like that was like there's some fun. Because they're teenagers, they make it seem that they're kids. Yeah, that's important that they should. Yeah, they should be like but teenagers. often, often they aren't felt like that. Although I did like, um, like when they were kind of all sentenced to that room where they have to how many hours they have to 
The Hashi. The Hashi, yeah. That was kind of <laughs> the a punishment fun room. One. The punishment room was a lot of fun. Especially because they get Mike, Mikey to break because of pizza. Yeah, Spencer um, uh, gets a pizza exist. to. Yeah. And actually, when they were doing the montage of them growing up, they did do a callback to the first movie, which is Leonardo throwing out the pizza and him slicing all the pizza and then one landing on Splinter's head. Yeah. So that still happened. So there's still some callbacks. Uh, Shredder himself had no real personality. No, he's a big, big bad you, guy. You get the idea that he kind of raised the Sax character, but we don't see anything else. There's no sense of brotherhood. The foot are just douchebags. Like they're, <laughs> they're just guys with guns. They have no skill. That part was kind of disappointing. Well, yeah, your villain is really important. That's one. Of well, the doesn't Shredder call that out and says your men are weak? He does say your men are weak, but then where is? There's, there's a lieutenant who's running the foot, and then she reports to Shredder. Karai. It was a female. I don't know her name. I don't think... Yeah, it is Karai. They never named her Karai. Oh. They might have, actually. We might have just missed it. She did so, look familiar. So really, the foot are her men, and, he's just, and he, he beats one up with uh, his hands tied behind his back. Oh, that's right, yeah. And he's like, your men are weak. But I, I, just, I wanted a little bit more. And then the fact that, it, again, it's like a, a mechanical shredder is, makes it less interesting. And again, the whole battle at the end on the spire... Felt like a repeat of t- t- the first Ninja Turtles movie from the ninety. Were they the fighting 90s. on the roof? Yeah, they're just fighting on a roof, and they all have to realize they have to fight them together. Otherwise, Otherwise that's, that's the that fight on the roof though is from the first comic. It is from the first comic, except but, the Shredder stays dead. Yeah, but I mean, so that's kind of harkening back to a tradition of the turtles. Then I know, but this is at some point. Can't you do something a little bit different? Like, no. does it always have to be? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I know that Amazing Spider-Man wasn't a great movie necessarily but at least having Lizard as the villain as opposed to going back to the well with a goblin or a Dr. Octopus the, the better villains I mean they were already used up in the previous trilogy at least they were trying something different whereas here it's not different it's well for the, the turtles Shredder is really the only villain people know <laughs> I, people well, care about that they know about now why can't you bring in more it's the same problem I have with Transformers it's always Megatron there are other villains in Transformers lore but they never use them in the movies it's always ever gonna, it's always going to be Megatron Galvatron in one of the movies it, be, it was really Megatron, though. Well, he is Galvatron, yeah. So it, it didn't matter. Like, it was always going to be Megatron. So I just, I feel like I just want to see something a little bit different. Well, it's weird, too, because Cobra Commander is fairly synonymous with G.I. Joe as an archenemy. Yeah. And um, um, Megatron is synonymous as a nemesis the Ninja, of the, the Transformers. Yeah. But Ninja Turtles, Stretcher's not their nemesis. He died in their first outing, and after that, they had many, like, so many other villains to fight with. Mm-hmm. You would, you know, you would say the foot in general and Karai are more nemesis like and even Krang or like Rock Soldiers or any of those mutates are more mm-hmm. in intri- keeping with like the, who they would fight in the comics so it's, it's it's just interesting it's like if Megatron had died in episode one of Transformers <laughs> no one would be talking about him but no. because the, the, we all grew up with the cartoon and, and they reused that what's the Uncle Phil Uncle Phil voiced him he's oh, yeah. <laughs> now dead that what but yeah, so it was like Shredder. I just want a new villain, and that, that's what I liked about the 2007 movie. Is it yeah, was Bob Rocksteady? If we're gonna say, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could do that. I mean, I don't necessarily need to see them now. They've already greenlit a sequel. The, the movie's making a lot of money. It's making a lot of money. It hasn't. It's not making any critics hot list, but I, I, mean, I was told that it's making more than Guardians. And it's well, I mean, that's not really a fair comparison because it's first weekend. It didn't make more. Oh, it just, just, made, it just beat it. It beat Guardians in its second week. Mm. So that's not like so. Guardians still total made more. or just the second week? It's made. It's second weekend versus the first weekend for Turtles. Turtles made more. It's not a real. It's not really comparison, though. Okay, like because you're that's saying a brand expected. new movie or a movie yeah. that just 
had the highest opening ever okay. in August. I would just be really worried if our society chose to give more money to Ninja Turtles than to this phenomenal Guardians movie. That being said, I could understand it because I know. They have, they have people the, know Turtles. They have the cachet. I mean, everyone who grew up and watched that show, I mean, the show was on many years, right? Mm. People and, don't know what Guardians is still. Like, I talked to no. someone yesterday and I'm like, have you seen Guardians? They're like, what's that? And they made that face, the scrunch face. I'm like, well, do you like Marvel movies like Avengers? And as soon as I said Avengers, like, oh, I love Avengers. I'm like, okay. It's like Space Avengers and it's really good. And they went, oh, okay, I'll see that. But so <laughs> I had to educate them. Exactly. Actually, Kelly made a point earlier that I mean, there's what in the last ten years, five, seven years, there's been two movies with similar titles. There's been uh, Guardians of the Hulu or something. Oh, Guardians! Yeah, those that owl movie. Yeah, and then there was also or Legends of the Hulu, Guardians of something, and then there's also Rise of the Guardians, which was the the movie about um, oh, Santa. This one has a talking raccoon in it, <laughs> so people might look at it and go, "Where's the owl? Where's the owl?" <laughs> But there's been other movies with kind of the Guardians kind of title has been out there, so there is no name recognition. No, no one knows what it is, and that's both good and bad. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also very meta, right? Because whenever Chris looks in the camera and says "Star Lord," everyone's <laughs> and, they, and they react. Yeah. And then at the end, right? I'm spoilers. They, they call him Star Lord. Like that's that's his title finally. It's like he's got yeah. his cred finally. Mm-hmm. And people who watch that movie, mm-hmm. everyone's like, "I would love to see a second one." Absolutely. So now they, it'll get some cachet. Hopefully, that it'll build up. I mean, it's 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 the same type of thing that happened with Iron Man, but to a, a much bigger degree. Because Iron Man, some people knew about him. He was still out there. But then suddenly, but he, yeah, was, he was he was everywhere. Yeah. He was C list. But he he wasn't D list though. C like, C. I'll say C. I'd say B. He's solid C. To B-list. you, he was B because you're a Busick's run. But to the rest <laughs> of the world, it was 1960s cartoon. Ah, uh, they had a '90s series though. He was still no in one there. Saw that. No one saw that. People watched it. No one saw it. Come mm-hmm. on. They know the Iron Man song from Black Sabbath more than they know. It's true. Fine. Character. I'm so okay. B minus character. Okay. He, he, he was just, he's a solid C. It's okay. Uh, he was the character that if you had someone, please name me ten superheroes on the Family Feud. He wouldn't be on there. Thing. No. He wouldn't be on there. Then I'd be on the list. He'd be number one. He'd like, be number one. They would name the um, Bionic Man before they named him. No, they uh, would. People like the average person yeah, on the street. They would. Six Sorry, Adam. He's a C. <laughs> but now he's not. Now he's leading the Avengers. Now sure. he's the headliner. That 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 only bugs me a little because I was just I want Cap to really be the leader. Yeah, that's and the, he was at the end of the, the movie. only problem though with Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the cartoon that we both uh, love, is that Iron Man leads the team. And only Cap for the is, first while. Cap is replaced by a scroll. Cap isn't even in the series. I know. Spoilers. Cap isn't even in the series until the end, which is a huge disappointment. He's in it for season one though. Season one's him. He gets swapped out almost at the end immediately, of se- doesn't he? No, no. At the end of season one, is all when I can remember is that there's far too many episodes where it's not him. That's only in season two. There's like okay. eleven episodes that of season sucks. two without. And him. in season one, he's not even leading the team because the first introduction, he's not even there. This is true. He's not there for the first all three episodes with the voice actor who sounds like Robert, Robert Downey Jr. It's Adrian Pazdar, I think. Well, they do your best, Robert Downey. You're hired. But that's <laughs> well, yeah, that's what they want. Okay, which is the effects of the movies influencing everything else, and it's fine when when they do such a good job with the movie. Mm-hmm. It's made everything else positive. Since it's then. it's not you know Mystique being scaly and Toad having no. looking like it did in the movies, oh. and Sabretooth was... being an idiot. Yeah, Sabretooth never. As we were talking about earlier today, yeah. Sabretooth never recovered. No, still hasn't really. No, he hasn't, trying, but... he hasn't ever recovered from what happened to him. He used to be so much cooler. <laughs> yeah, he was cooler. We were looking at like well, yeah, he was vindictive like, and sadistic in yes. the comics, and he spoke and he played mind games with you. Yeah, instead of scream for me, <laughs> as his really only line, and then he's shot Did out he of the window. Did he say that? Yeah, he, I don't picks, even remember. he picks up um, a storm and holds her against the glass oh. in the train station and says, "Scream for me." I don't even remember around. that. Well, it's not a good movie. No. That sounds like something uh, Batman would say. My favorite, <laughs> thing about, my favorite thing about Sabretooth in the comics is that he would always uh, visit Wolverine during his birthday yeah. Yeah. and mess with him. Yeah. 
That's awesome. And before they ruined everything with Origin, with Dog, yeah. and, then, and then even worse, bringing Dog into the Mario. That was U. bad. That was really bad. It, it was, was this guessing game. Like, is he his dad? He always said, I'm your dad. You're my pup. He yeah. always like, mess with you. Like, is he his dad? Yeah. <laughs> and no one knew, because that's back when Wolverine was more interesting. Yeah. In that way. But Origin left it ambiguous still, to a extent. It still did, yeah. And then they ruined it. And then Jason Aaron. <laughs> See, <laughs> I only recently read Astonishing Spider-Man Wolverine, so I didn't realize that's where Dog came like, back. And because I'd already read the Wolverine and X Men run, I'm like, this is terrible. I don't know why he's this time traveling, like idiot, and uh, I why he sold that. Pardon me. Astonishing uh, Wolverine Spider Man. I bought it on. I bought it digitally. Yeah, I like sold mine. A few dollars. It was. It was fine. The art was nice. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. nice. And the artwork is gorgeous by Kubert, but yeah. everything else was trash. Yeah, it was just. What, why is this happening? Nope. Like, if, if you took out all the words, it's a great story. <laughs> Yeah. So why is Dog in the Marvel Universe? What uh, happened? Time travel. Time travel. He time travels with why? some time traveling crystals. That he got Red Origin. Yeah, Red Origin. And he because he was hunting down Wolverine, and then he ended up. Because running. of course, getting Wolverine in the future will be easier yeah. than in the past. Absolutely. Before he gets his adamantium. Yeah, I, of course. And then he was like, he was like trying to mess with his students to turn them against Wolverine. It was bad. It was just bad. It, hopefully, we get retconned. When Adam becomes editor of Marvel Comics. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Everything Zorn's gone. <laughs> no more Zorn. Um, anyways, any final thoughts about Minstrels? Because we've moved on completely. Oh, I liked it. I went with my expectations low and then... <laughs> so the way to enjoy this movie is to go in expecting it to be horrible. And you'll enjoy it. But turned out it, it was good. I'd give a solid 7 just, out of 10. I just wish the turtles were, were tinier. That's all. Like, I, 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 it didn't bother me before I saw the movie. Because I'm like, whatever, the designs look fine. And then when we see it and they're that big... It just it took away from the some of the immediacy of the danger to them because they're too strong. Yeah, because now they're little hulks. Like there's no, I I, I believe it less that they're going to be that hurt mm. because they're ricocheting bo- bullets off their chest. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Their back maybe, but like the front, I don't understand that. But and the fact that in order to make Shredder that much of a threat, he has to have cybernetic armor. armor and has to constantly go chunk with these giant blades and make him look like he is a Rob Liefeld wet dream. Was there? <laughs> He is. He's like. Did they show his feet? Because if they didn't, Rob Liefeld would have Um <laughs> Did they do martial arts? Did they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a huge focus in the original movie on the martial arts. There was. I don't think it was as much as the original. Because they're thugs with guns, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Because they, they but, but the they weren't doing martial arts. No, but Shredder himself, he did martial arts. Yeah, Shredder himself okay. did. He took know. Mike's uh, nunchuck from him, and he's using it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So they, and in Splinter, like he had an awesome fight sequence against Shredder. Although it didn't make any sense because they wanted to to stop or they wanted to find the turtles and Splinter because of their blood. But then he basically leaves Splinter for dead, even though he needs his blood. And then just takes the yeah. They just wanted the turtles, but even though Splinter has the same mutagen, well, that's from blood. the reboot comp, the new comic. Now. Is it? Uh, they want their blood. Okay, to get but, the mutagen. But why wouldn't they want Splinter too? It's the exact same. same mutagen. But they. Oh, I don't. Hit... I can't speak to the plot hole in this movie. I'm just saying that it is a plot hole. It's a giant plot hole. It's it's just a mechanism. Because they should have taken him too, because he has the same mutagen in his blood. It's actually a good goal. Like the original Shredder just wanted to die on turtle soup. <laughs> Not original, original. I mean the, the cartoon original. Yeah. Um, but at least now, like they say, we can't get the mutagen. It's gone, and we have a lot of resources and assets poured into this. A lot of yeah. money. So in order to get our investment back, we need the blood. Like that actually makes sense. And that's basically that's, that's, that's the plot. That's that's yeah. the exact plot here. So maybe it has a lot to do with that recent comic that I read. I, I liked it. It's okay. How many, um, do you like the references to the original theme song? They threw them in there. Oh, they did? Yeah, well, like at one point uh, when... Uh, Will Arnett says Heroes in Half Shell. Yeah. I think there was a few other references. There might have been a few. Mikey says Calabunga once. 
Yeah, that was kind of... It felt, felt, it felt forced. <laughs> because it was like, what's that thing you said when we were kids? But you told me never to say that again. What was it? I'm like, really? Oh, that is stupid. Like, that's dumb. That Why was, can't it just be their thing? That's very of the times, too. That's very surfer dude, the but it's, girl. But it's part of the Ninja Turtles it is. lore. So, so just, then why not keep just one embrace of them a surfer it. dude? Just embrace it. Just let them say it. You know, like... And but I like that they were kids. They were they were immature. And they they should have that lighthearted feel. They were. I all wish, of them were. Okay. I wish we got more of the kind of quieter moments that the original movie had. That yeah. that you actually got to have the character building happening. Uh, like that scene where Danny comes talks to Splinter and he's like, yeah. I don't think my dad even cares. And Splinter says, "All fathers love their sons." <laughs> it's so heartwarming. I love it. I gotta watch it again. Like I I recently watched part of it. I didn't watch all of it. So I mean, maybe that'd be more. Tetsuo. I forgot about that, yeah. And uh, but we, again, we got the same same beats from the original. Still here with like the turtles are out fighting the foot. They're seen. Their dad disciplines them. Like that that stuff. He's got to discipline them. That stuff's he, oh, still he there. Does that over the top too much? <laughs> a little bit. Like he's always disciplining his children. Yeah. Like well, and stop being a dick. It's okay if he's if he dis- is a disciplinarian if he follows it up with love. If there's any love, is there love in this movie? There's definitely love. There's love. Okay. You can tell that he does. There's bro love. There's a lot of bro love. Before or after the uh, snowboarding, <laughs> that's a it's a long sequence yeah. where it's supposed to be like the first day of spring, and now we're suddenly in the winter on this. On so this... the scriptwriter wrote it, and it was like whatever normal in rocks. But then Michael Bay came and said, "What if they were in snow? <laughs> Snow's good." It's just this long sequence of them and like on this truck, and these these trucks are like spinning over, and then they're like jumping, and it's just like what's happening? Yeah. And then the, they're like riding their shells down this this mountain you knew they would where are they <laughs> but anyway. New York uh, how many how many what you said seven how many mutagens I give a solid seven out of ten solid seven I give it a six I enjoyed it I know I give most of eight, eights but not today it was alright it wasn't I'll, I don't know if I'd bother watching it again necessarily like the, I'll I'll watch it I wouldn't go to theaters again but I'll watch it like, yeah. will you buy it on Blu-ray maybe uh, discounted ten dollars maybe when it's twenty bucks on Blu-ray I'll twenty bucks on Blu-ray twenty bucks is good Okay. Well, I liked it. All right. I, I'm not going to run out to get it. Someday I'll probably get it. It's not even the thing. Like, the, the original one, like, I was, what, probably six or seven when it came out. Yeah. And I could, I could, you couldn't have a six or seven year old watch this, I don't think. It's a little this bit. This one? It's more violent. No, there's no blood. It's still pretty violent. There's a mm. lot of gunfire. There's violence. Um, there's a lot of kind of yeah, but it's that gunfire where there's you don't see the bullet holes or the impact or still, anything. Still, like, I don't, I don't think I'd want the seven year olds I'm watching it. Maybe ten. Is that how you? Uh, it's fine. Gonna raise your kids? What? Are you gonna meet like my parents who? No, my parents watch what movies I watched. I'm not. I hope I didn't say it with a weird tone. It's a little. You weird. can raise. I'm sorry. For, I, I apologize. He's <laughs> very like. No, is this I, how you're gonna raise your yeah, kids? Yeah, like, like I'm judging you. Somehow. <laughs> What's happening? Oh, you're a great As guy. my son's now in the room eating. No, like. no. Um, that, that was a dumb tone. Then. Um, I, I guess your goal is to give them like childhood childhood. Because my my wife, like her parents, she has a Terminator before she like saw other movies. And really? like my parents were like, you're going to watch Disney. And I had a childhood. Yeah. I think I would be the same. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what age, like, I would let my son watch Gardens of the Galaxy. See, I appreciate it's a great that. movie. I appreciate that because there are a lot of parents who are bringing these little kids into these movies they should not be brought into. I, yeah, that's And weird. you can hear the kid babbling <laughs> for an already movie and you're like, what? <laughs> What's happening? I'm glad to hear you're conscientious about what your kids well, see. Well, it's just like, I, I don't know. Like, 
especially because movies feel more darker and more violent now right, right. than they were no, before. No, they absolutely do. Like, Batman, when it came out in 89, was like, it's so dark. It was pretty dark. But you compare it to, like, Batman Begins, it's like, this is like a ch- children's movie. Right. It's, it's funny, so over yeah. the top and silly. Plus, he got a, a lot of prints for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that scene. So, I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, my son agrees. Um, so I feel like you could you could watch, let a, a six or seven year old watch yeah. you know the no, original Batman. Okay. You couldn't watch let them watch Batman Begins. It's also like especially the scenes with like the Scarecrow. Like those yeah, are like, those are chilling. Yeah. It's also that like you're viewing you're able to view this from the lens of a parent. Whereas when I go to see like I still don't notice everything. So when yeah. uh, my wife's colleague says you know there's a lot of swearing in Guardians and I took my kid my nine year old and I didn't like that. I was kind of like oh well there's I like didn't the, even the finger like there's little things yeah but yeah but uh, yeah you're right. You're right. You know, I just it, don't have that lens. At least in the trailers, they kind of they blur that out. Yeah. But here, it's like full on there. I'm like, no, it's a good point. I don't, I don't need to <laughs> so, see okay. him. What age group do you think would be appropriate for Guardians? I don't know. Like 10, 12? And what about Ninja Turtles? About the same. Okay. Like, I think there has to be a certain level of under... Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of the violence in Guardians, like, it is more violent than most of the other Marvel movies in terms of... Like, you have Drax, like, killing people. Like, there's, they're killing people. Yeah. They're mowing them down. Yeah, but they're like necro... Aliens. Still, I know. But they no, are. You're right. You're right. They are killing people. You're right. So I don't know. I feel like you got to go a little, a little later. I don't know. What, what do you think, Leon? Jackson, I mean, you, you have a son. What do you like? When would you show your son these? Like, what would you show your son, Winter Soldier? Like Winter Soldier? Well, that's actually four, like political intrigue. I don't like, think it's like, to see that until they're like, fourteen, sixteen, like a little bit no. older. Can I well, I mean, that? I'd let them see early, but they're not going to no. get it until they're fourteen. No. But there's a lot of violence in that movie no, too. I think ten is good. Really? Yeah. Ten. For Winter Soldier, sure. Yeah, they'll like the action sequence, so they don't. They won't get that under like messages sure. of like. No, security. they won't understand it at all. I just think that, like that's such a more. It's a much more adult film. Than anything I, uh, I've ever I go by. I'll go by the the ratings. What so about I, Avengers? They see Avengers when they're eight, but Winter Soldier ten. Sure. Yeah. I go by the movie ratings. So PG, yeah. you're ten. You can watch it. G, okay. you can watch it. R, you're not watching. So it what today, was so what was uh, Guardians rated? It was PG thirteen. Then I'll, 13. I'll let them see it at 11. 11 yeah. 10. So even though it says PG thirteen, sure. <laughs> it's just parental guidance. I know, but I feel like usually there isn't any guidance. I guess that's that's also that's what you see in the theater. I don't think that'll be an issue with uh, you guys. You guys will guide your kids. So I I maybe will go a little bit more conservative. My son disagrees, <laughs> um, but you know whatever. Ninja Turtles probably. I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't that violent to me. No. Probably what about seven, the original Ninja Turtles? Why would you let your son watch that? Six or seven. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not that violent. I mean, there's some violence in there, but it's so over the top. It's like silly, mostly. What do you mean, Raph's almost dead in the tub. What are you talking about? Yeah, but well, you don't realize that when you're a kid. You're just like, oh, he, yeah, he's hurt. He's in the tub. Yeah, but no, the, like, nobody's the really hurt in this one. Uh, Shredder doesn't even die. He's he's alive. Well, yeah, when they had that crushing scene, of the yeah, he gets crushed movie, in a trash. As a kid, I was right? like, oh my goodness. Okay. Shredder, Shredder, there's like, there's no blood, and there's no. It's fine. Fine. Maybe it's just the gunfire. Maybe that's part anyway. Of I didn't mean just stir it up with like, whoa, what is appropriate? Like that's like a totally. I'll go subjective by. I'll thing. go by a couple I think years. Maybe under the part radiance. of it for me is I don't want myself watching a lot of gunfire. Laser fire. That's that's okay. GI Joe's red and blue yeah. lasers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't lasers. never hit anything. Now you well, you shoot the ceiling out and then it falls on the vehicle and they jump out. <laughs> that's what happens. But like that's what used to happen. Like even like the Spider-Man animated series in '94, they couldn't even throw punches. They, in that they weren't allowed to throw punches or have guns. They fire. had lasers, which are more, like, arguably more deadly than a bullet. <laughs> yes, but visually, like you're like, oh, it's lasers. My favorite is they weren't allowed to say kill, so they say destroy. destroy. destroy you destroyed you. my father. Don't. If, you, if we remain here, we'll be destroyed. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, 
Alright, so that's our episode today. 7 out of 10. What did you give it? I gave it a 6. Nice. It was alright. It wasn't a bad movie. I mean, I think you would watch it. I recommend, for Nathan, I recommend seeing it on DVD. I'm going to watch The Giver instead. Which one? The Giver. The Giver? What's that? That's coming out. What? Classic science fiction? No? No. Sorry. Sorry, Leon. Do you, see, you know what I'm talking about? I do know what he's talking about. You I've don't. never read it. I've never read it. I've never read it, but I know the cover of the book. <laughs> old guy? Old beard. guy with a beard. Yeah, see? I know the cover more he was than I know. playing the giver? I know it, and I can't remember. I saw a trailer. My favorite actor. Who is your favorite actor? Obadiah Stane. Oh, Jeff Bridges? Love Jeff Bridges. Yeah, who doesn't love Jeff Bridges? He's got the beard. <laughs> he's got the beard. In fact, I learned on Jimmy Fallon that he filmed this movie with his dad. Really? Yeah. As a family... Because they love the film, they had books so much they wanted it to be made into a film, but they had problems getting it made mm. into a film. Really? So years and years ago, he and his dad filmed it. His dad was the giver, <laughs> so their family has a homemade video of this. That's wow. He's like, I'm hoping to put this on the Blu-ray. That's awesome. That'd be cool. That is so cool. <laughs> See Lloyd Bridges. All right, so Zach's telling us we're out of time. Uh, Leon, Nate, thank you for joining us for this episode. This has been episode 192 of Comic Shenanigans. You can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, and subscribe to us on iTunes as well, as, as well as post our HG Realms thread. So thank you for joining us, and catch us next time for episode 194, which will be our next Talking Heroclix episode, which is our Galactic Guardian Spotlight. Uh, thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, buddy. Sorry. Again. I-